We don't have to tell each other anything. Just go and do it. <laughs> you, you just can't do You don't have to tell each other anything. Just go and do it. Okay. That's the prologue to this podcast <laughs> sorted. Little girls, this seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon, are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crying? Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And um, please give us your opinion on our little music at the start. What's that called? Tea music. Tea music. <laughs> Um, I find it very funny. I especially like the who are you? <laughs> well, you picked it. I know. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And see if anyone can recognize what the films are from. Yes. If you can, we promise to give you a free subscription to Spoilerama yearly. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> all the rest of you will not get that. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, take is, it. this is like a, a, a medal of... Merit. Honor. <laughs> like, yeah. Well done for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please keep listening. And where would they contact us to if they want to tell us? Uh, that's that at that the end, Mick. Okay, Thank right. you. Okay, right. Sorry. You're uh, hosting. Yes. So uh, we are going to talk about Let the Sun Shine In. Um, purely because I didn't go see Tully. <laughs> yes. Are you Yet. going to go and see it? Well, yes, I want to. Good, good. Because I um, do want to talk about that. I went to see it. Yeah, because uh, Mick doesn't have anything to do. So I'm Ooh. joking, I'm joking. It's so true. <laughs> so anyway, what do you think of the film? Let the Sunshine In yeah. was, I loved it. <laughs> I really loved it. I was just there about half an hour in. I was going, oh, I so love French films. I know, I was the same. I was the same. The whole scene in the taxi of her saying, how are you? And whatever. And he's saying, okay, yeah. Do you want to listen to some music? And she's like, yeah. And it just starts these, this jazzy yeah. kind of... Well, throughout jazz yeah. music was there. It was, it was like, it was clearly deliberate. Like, they're in the bar and there's jazz music yeah. in the background. All the time there's jazz going on. But it was just, I was like, I said, I think I, I only ever want to watch French films from now on. Yeah. Was and the thing is, it. it's so disappointing when you go to Paris in these places and there isn't jazz playing in the background everywhere. <laughs> and you don't feel like you're in a French film because there's no... <laughs> And Julia Pinoch is running yeah, up to you and exactly. telling you all about her love life yeah. and how sad it is. It was, oh. it was just what struck me throughout was, this is what French films do. They just have people talking. Yes. And you're so interested. Well. All right. <laughs> well, what did you think? Because several times throughout you were going, men, men. And then at one point, women. Yeah. No, because it's so it's so typical, and it, it is so French. This is so so French, absolutely epitome of French. This is this is the summary of French cinema, basically. <laughs> um, like I loved it. I loved the film because because I love French cinema. But at one point, I was just like, "This is so people like 
this is the typical thing that I would say if anyone else in the world did this kind of film I'd say oh you're so fucking pretentious mate making yeah. a film like this you know like oh just talking and talking and talk. like you think you're the best thing in the world like oh just talk it's so philosophical but because it's the French making it I'm just like oh yeah sure it's grand I love it they can do this <laughs> but they can right. like yeah. I mean we saw and we won't mention it but we saw a certain Irish film which I was reminded of oh, a yeah. lot through this and I mean that was just half an hour in shut up yeah. <laughs> just go stop talking shite this is because first of all it feels sincere yeah and they're pretentious because that's the reason that's the raison d'etre that's the yeah. reason to be and it just works so well and I mean there was a lot of times where, where they were just getting so emotional over things you go yeah first world problems mate <laughs> like, yeah. there's crisis going on in the world and this is not really that serious but they're yeah. getting so emotional over things and so examining every yeah. last detail yeah. of everything but that is this is and that that is something that you mentioned during it and that I think is so well it is one of the things that I would love to concentrate when I'm doing films and stuff it is human that's what people do mm-hmm. people overthink and people I'm me and John are like that like you can't say well uh, apparently John can't say anything and I have to overthink and analyse things that's what I hear <laughs> <laughs> you're overthinking no I'm not how dare you say that no what I'm oh I'm sure you meant that Okay, there was shit. none of that in this film. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> there was nothing like that. I would love if at some point Julia did not I know! <laughs> but this is, that's the thing, is that what they do is they vocalise what people think. Yeah, yeah. And they just do it too much. Like, there was that part um, where she brings the guy back to the room, to her apartment. Oh, yeah, the second guy. The second the guy that she meets actor. in the bar and who says he drinks too much. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. And... First of all, I didn't understand what was happening there at the start of the scene. I thought she was meeting him to do with her work because she was an artist and he was an actor. And this was some project. And then that she was getting resentful of him because he was because she said, we haven't talked about anything. I thought she meant was they haven't talked about their work and that he's just trying to hit on her. Well, yeah, that's what what she felt. What I felt was that she was a friend who casually did it with him. And that's what they were discussing in the car. Like, oh, we haven't talked about, you know, what's going on. And yeah. this is bad that we're doing this or whatever. And, you know, th- that she's fallen in love with him now or, or whatever it is. But it was a blind date or something like that. Yeah, wasn't then, it? The I re- then you realised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just so, it's so complicated. Everything is just so complicated. But it was, they made it too complicated. This is right. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. first of all, as I said, I thought the whole time throughout, the, on, up until they went to the apartment, and then you said to me, said, I knew this all along. And I was yeah. going, I thought all along that she was afraid he was trying to hit on her and get her. And all he was interested in her in her was getting to bed. Whereas what she wanted to talk about was a project they were working on. Because they said project at one yeah. point. And then it's said, no, they're actually on a date. And she's trying to get him to go yeah. to bed yeah. with her. And he's the one fooling, taking his time and so on. She doesn't understand. Well, yeah, because, see, I realised that when the first guy left... And she said, what am I? Just a backstreet lover. Like that she, you know, she just has these affairs with married men. Yeah. Um, so, and that she wouldn't find love. So when he came along, I said, I know immediately what she wants. Of course she wants to seduce him and bring him up because she wants him to like her. Right. And love her and then fall in love and whatever. But he was 
all up for that. Like, I mean, he was yeah. playing it the gentleman. He was saying to her, this is what I found strange was that he was saying, she said, you just want me out of the car. And he was he was suggesting they meet again yeah. and therefore pursue a relationship yeah. rather than just have a one night stand. And then she seemed to be wanting the one night stand. And I thought it was funny that when they met afterwards and he was going, it's ruined it because they've had sex. Yeah. And I could see where he was coming from because he was saying that there's nothing else in the relationship for, except to, yeah. sex. It's always yeah. every time they every time they go for a drink or go for a film, it's always going to be just a prelude to having sex. Yeah. Because yeah. of the way the relationship started. So that was it. But I was going, get over yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. You can sort this then, out. Yeah, it was just so it was it's just so stupid. Like I, I like some of the stuff was like I I really, really love the film, but at the same time I uh, I knew it was just too much. Like the whole yeah, that whole scene of yeah, yeah. And now, you know, we just can't can't do it because there's no there's no before now. There's no yeah. Like honestly, just take your clothes off and do it now. Just go. Just do it. Well, they were in the theatre in the auditorium. So much. All right. Okay. <laughs> A warning for the future for John. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, yeah, I mean, it was overthinking yeah, everything. Yeah. And even then, when they were standing in the doorway and getting together and hugging and kissing and so on, and they were still talking, and you yeah. said, just. Give her one. Yeah. Get down to it or whatever. There was so much debate about everything. And it was I can well imagine if we're because we are just I love French cinema and are attuned to that way, you can imagine anyone who's not into this going ballistic with this. What is this shite? Like, well, this I mean, is what just, I mean. That it just so looks niche audience. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that it just looks so like, oh okay, just talk all day. It's all about feelings and love yeah. and whatever. This isn't going anywhere. Which is probably what John would say. Well, but I wouldn't blame him. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a niche oh, audience. Yeah, yeah, it's just definitely. if you're interested in this, mm. it's for you. Because, I mean, I'm just so... I was, at one point, about halfway through, I said, Geez, I could just listen to them for hours. And then towards the end, says, I wish they'd stop now. <laughs> yeah. It was just going well, on Well, at the long. end, I have to say, the whole conversation between... If you can hear any noise, there's... A, there's Roadworks going yeah, on outside. Roadworks. We had to battle our way in. Um, the, the whole scene at the end with... Gerard Depardieu he, I slept a bit during that well I, I always I thought nodding. I thought it was practically a send up of what had gone before it was almost it was because first of all like he's guiding her it was really deep deep conversation oh yeah it was yeah that's why I fell asleep but he's a fortune teller <laughs> yeah and he's telling her he can read all these from the photographs and so on. And probably it was just so amused by the fact that he, she kept insisting, I want the 50 year old man. Yeah. <laughs> and you were going, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> because you had another agenda adding to the plot. Yes. So. Your host did ask me a question. <laughs> Let's just make this situation awkward and not talk. OK. And listen to, to the, the drills. Yeah. Um, no, what I was going to say, yeah. So I nodded off a bit in the the. I'm just going to say GD scene because <laughs> I'm not going to say his whole name again. Um, but you did it so well. I know my French is impeccable. And Perfect. Oh God, do you intend on interrupting me again? Nope. Okay. Never. Yeah. So I nodded off again, just saying this over and over. And then every time I'd wake up, I'd say, are they still talking? And then once I nodded 
off again and then I open it and it's a julep and I'm just like okay it's the end credits now <laughs> and they still carry on talking yeah, to yeah. You, which I liked I liked that oh I loved it's, that I mean, it's yeah. almost as if probably for people like you so just, don't worry it's coming to an end now yeah. it's just, they're coming to the end of their yeah. conversation but it was it was very good and it was yeah, it was very amusing that they kept talking about the 50 year old man that wanted to come back although she is 54 Mick pointed out mm-hmm. but I feel like I she was should in be her with the shoes. younger people. Yeah, no, I was in her shoes. Like, but what if this man just keeps coming back? And he kept saying, yes, but just stay open to other options and all this stuff. He is going to keep coming back. And I'm like, He'll never leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, interesting, interesting. But I think maybe even the point, well, it wasn't a case of she was mentioning 50-year-old man that he might be too young for her and it was only four years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the actor she was with was clearly a lot younger than her. Yeah. Well, I'm, I only know that because I know how old she is. He'd is this 50-year-old man the artist? Yeah, the black guy. The black guy, yeah. Oh, yeah, once he came along, I was like, oh, no. Listen, Mrs. I know you're going through a tough time, but jumping from man to man and not know, like you're only going to get yourself even but more But he confused. was the best of them. I know, but still, like it's kind of like make up your mind. Well, I mean, this all, can go on forever. All like, the so. men that she was with, like had major flaws in them. Like first yeah. of all, the banker at the start was just a total git. Yeah. Like uh, a creep. Like he was just really well, he, nasty. He was weird, yeah. And the actor was just hopelessly insecure and just he was looking for a mammy. I think is what he, he did. Yeah, he was her. he was weird in a way that I don't think he even knew what he wanted. He was lost. Oh yeah, clearly bit, like, didn't. Yeah. And then the other guy was the one that the friend didn't approve of. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was hilarious. No, I mean the fr- the one that the guy that she was with. We only saw him briefly. Oh yeah, yeah. still. But the friend was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, the friend was hilarious. Yeah, still. Because he clearly was into her himself, and he's desperately trying. To, oh, you don't want to be with him. He's not yeah. your class. But even this. though, like when she saw Sylvan the first time, immediately just by his face, I said, I looked and said, typical French, very pretentious. You can him? see, yeah, you can see that he's going to start a philosophical conversation about how we need, all need to be vegans or something. Like, it's just, it's just... But he didn't. So, I know he didn't, but that is what he looks like. That's like right. She's just going through stereotypical men. Oh, right. Yeah, they're all types. Yeah. Each one is a and different then, type. You know, and then she has the best friend who's been friend-zoned. You know. This guy that was trying to persuade her. Yeah, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't even realise he was a friend. The first time they're talking is as at the disco. Which yeah. I thought was very funny as well. The music playing at the disco while they're talking yeah. is this real 80s, too cool for school sort of thing. Dum, 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 dum. Dum, dum, dum. And they're all yeah. just... Uh, uh, yeah, we're just okay. so just, uh, yeah. And then when your man walks in, they get up. And what was the song? Did you, um, you said you looked uh, as well? At last. At last. And it's just a completely... Di- because it's animal magnetism. They don't even yeah. speak. They just go to each other and are snogging yeah. on the dance floor. So... What did you think of one scene? I was that struck me like the photography in it, not so much the quality of how it looked, yeah, but the camera the technique, m- yeah, 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 was really good. Very good, very good. I really, really liked it. Like, I, um, angles and placements and frames, mm-hmm. like not even colors or anything, but just the way that they could film something and the main characters could be at the corner of the screen. Yeah, it was like, so well choreographed. Yeah, and everything was just right. And I was particularly, you know, the scene in the bar where she's talking to the businessman, the banker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suddenly realized after a while, this is all one long take, and it's all yeah. in close-up. Yeah. Like yeah. it was just, I was watching after a while. The camera is now moving over to, her, and it's seamless. It was just yeah. so well. Like what felt about the whole film was, everyone involved is talented. 
Yeah. Like the director, the actors and the camera. But it felt as well like it was all in real time. Mm-hmm. These things happened because it was a long takes and conversations. Yeah. Because they were long. And they're dense. Uh, yeah. So you imagine them to remember them. I wonder if they yeah. improvised. That's what some I was it. thinking. I was like, what? Are, like, how do they even remember all these lines? Yeah. That having to keep that, like that. It's not like you know, you you have a scene and you have these lines and they're intense and then cut. So then you can go back to the script and have you know. Refer- no, this is like really, really, really long. Like we're having right now. It's like someone just doing this whole podcast memorized. Yeah. Which is um, which what is we, one of our we projects. We never do. <laughs> We don't have any scripts. No, no. Quickly, put that away. <laughs> Should have brought paper. In yeah, just a, that I was terrible. <coughs> Sorry. So yeah. Anyway, go, going back to the friend, really mm. quickly. That was to me. That was, was the best funny. character because that <laughs> happens all the time. I mean, you do that. She said those things about John, didn't you? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I said it to John. Yeah. <laughs> She's not right <laughs> She's for you. Just right let her go. She's fucking crazy. Her. Mental. Sorry. She's. Has he told you? Sorry. Flipping crazy. No, because I sweared. Fecking is loud. I said I said the other word. Okay. I said the F word. I know. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't say flipping. You didn't say fecking. You said the F word. Yeah, the actual F word. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, do you want to add anything else to this conversation? Um, no. What did you right. think of Julia Binoche herself? Well, I love her. She I think was she's fantastic. So good in this as well. Yeah, I know you don't like Chocolat, but that was to me. That's uh, my favorite film with her. Oh, I don't like Chocolat, and I don't really like her in it. But I know I'm not mad about her in American films or in English language films in general. There's some that are good, but you this you are so racist. <laughs> I'm anti English language. Yeah. <laughs> but in this. What she's she's so good in things like to see the way when she has that scene in the bathroom where she's talking for a friend and she goes from yeah. laughing to crying, to crying. and it's oh, so it's believable. Brilliant. Yeah, it's so brilliant. You it's, see the emotion in both. She's desperately. She actually is amused and funny, but she seems so pathetic. And then you see like her cheeks redden and everything. She's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, and and she looks stunning at times. Yeah, I know the particularly the ones with she doesn't have any tops on. No. Or when I she's on bed in the bed, naked. Yeah, I saw where your hands were, thing. Mick. Yeah, because <laughs> you were grabbing them at the time. Mick! It was the opening scene <laughs> and you were grabbing my hand. Oh, Mick! <laughs> then I said, no. Yes, you did. That doesn't sound weird at all. No, you grabbed my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. after I said <laughs> your, your hands were in places. That's what you were making. Anyway. <laughs> No, you grab my hand to make sure they weren't in place. I was thinking of the closing scene. I was thinking of the closing scene with the fortune teller where she's looking on eagerly to what she has to say. And I said, my God, she looks so beautiful there. Oh, yeah, she's stunning. She's really striking. Yeah, she's really, really beautiful. And I love the way she speaks French. Well, there's such a confidence about it as well in everything she does. It's kind of like a rhythm when she speaks, yeah. it's like, oh, I don't know. like I'm really selling this film. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And okay. it, it's been on the iFi for a long time because I was it looking has, at yeah. the, it's in neither And I've heard catalog. you say so many times, I want to see this film, I want to yeah. see this film. And I was like, oh my God, shut up. So, excuse me, <laughs> you said to say, every time I say, you said, yeah, I know. So maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe it was, yeah, I know you want to see the yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, I know, you've said it before. <laughs> okay, 300 well, fin- times. Finally, we've achieved it. Yes. 
anyway no but it was it was funny just going back to her naked it was funny <laughs> that you know Mick was so eager to see her in this film and the first thing is Juliet, yeah Juliette Binoche with her tits out and it was like of course it has to be a shock because it is it, that is something so French as well just show this like shocking scene oh yeah well it is make it, it so natural it's not even that it's like Juliette Binoche topless is not a shocking scene oh no no it's not it's the fact it's, that it's a very full on sex scene yeah but it's kind of it's to make you uncomfortable, but at the same time saying to you, "This is natural. Don't be uncomfortable. Mm. This is what we do. We're humans." I wasn't remotely uncomfortable at the time. I know, even though you, you were, were there tapping me in the shoulder. No, no, no. <laughs> there was other ladies in the room making you know, things. You, I wasn't doing <laughs> anything except watching the screen. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I will give it an eight out of ten. Uh, I'm giving it four and a half. Like I, um, I thought it was better than Redoubtable. Yeah, I which didn't. I loved as well. But I just, I, I just want to see French films from now on. I know, I, I know. No, I, I think it was great, but I don't think it was better than Redoubtable. Yeah. So. But you see, I've got the extra Juliette Binoche factor. No, okay, I just yeah. Yeah, whatever. Love anything she's in. Anyway, um, right. So now for the challenges. Um, do you want to your do, favorite part? Do you want to do your first? Would you stop saying that every single episode, Marina? We've only favorite been doing part. it for about three weeks. Marina's favorite is, episode. Are you, are you ashamed that it's your? No, I'm part? not. Who said my it's favorite my, part? Who said this is my favorite part? You I did. like it, but I never said it was my favorite. Okay. I never once. Sorry, mentioned sorry. It. It's my favorite part. Is that okay? That's because you love me. Of course. <laughs> okay, just go. Just tell what. What, what did fortune I give you? Fortune teller. We need a fortune. <laughs> But not any fortune teller. We need <laughs> Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. What? <laughs> what did I give I... you to do? Okay, you asked me to watch a film adaptation of a book. Yeah. So I watched Let the Sunshine In. It's adapted from a book. Is that actually? No, no. I watched it. I was actually going to go and see it last week on that basis. And luckily I didn't. I watched instead Lord of the Flies. Oh, I haven't watched the film. I've read the book. That's why I was intrigued because I remember you mentioning it before. Yeah. Have you read the book? I read the book years ago. A long time ago. I think when I was in school. Mm. And I saw the, there's a 1960s film as well. Black and white. I saw the recent one. Well, it was 1990, but I thought it was actually a lot more recent than that. And have you seen, you haven't seen any version of it? No, I haven't. I just read the book. Um, The 1990 version is very good. It's again, it's as far as I know, it's faithful enough. To, but the book is very simple. It's a simple concept. Like it's just a bunch of schoolboys on a washed up on a desert island and how they descend into savagery. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and also it's not well, savagery, but it's primitive. They yeah. Have to. Yeah. But it, well, it is. It's they're survival. basically split into two factions. And yeah. I mean, it's very certainly in this film, it was very believable in that one of them. And you can see like one of them just turns into a total git. Like yeah. basically he's the leader of the hunters yeah. and all he's interested in is hunting. Yeah. Like he's no practicality, no pragmatic, doesn't want to get saved. He just wants to go out and kill. Yeah. And I think the um, first time they see the pig, no one can kill it. I don't think, isn't it? There is. It the, isn't in the film anyway. That's okay, well, I mean, they yeah. see a pig and it just yeah. goes, is it no one can kill it because they can't bear to? Or yeah, just, the first time right. and then it becomes a necessity. So then. Yeah. And then they yeah. relish doing it. They just mm. want to keep killing. Yeah. They get so engrossed in it. And so right, pretty much as far as I remember of the detail of the book is in there in the film. It looks 
spectacular because it's a desert island. And mm. but it's a, I think it's overdone because there's a scene, there's a shot of a burnt. They burn a tree by mistake because they set, decide to start a fire to, for signal and like nearly set fire to the whole island. But as a result, there's a burnt out tree on top of a cliff and there's constant shots of that at sunset, at sunrise. And it's glorious looking. It's really chocolate box cover thing. It's just too much. We don't need to keep seeing that. Mm. It doesn't have any relevance. Uh, you do mention it in the book, I think. The tree? The, yeah, where they try to set fire to and all that. Oh, yeah. I mean, but yeah. it's just it's this, it's this oh, shot the constant, constant showing, yeah, showing yeah, of yeah. it. Um, what was interesting as well, like I saw in the credits, Balthasar Getty was in it. And I know him. He's in a few David Lynch films later on. And he's a well done actor. And I was saying, but what can he be doing in it? It's all about boys. And then I suddenly realized it's him as a boy. Yeah. He was only 15 at the time. And that's when I realized it's made in 1990. So it's on Netflix. Um, I'd recommend it. If you haven't read the book, I'd recommend it before reading the book, I think. Do you think so? Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's well, I do feel that about a lot of things now. I prefer to see the film and then read the book because film is always a synopsis of the book. Yeah, but then why, is, why read the book then? If you already get because it, it fleshes it out more. I often yeah. find uh, well, it, it's a personal thing. I just always prefer it that way around. Now, I will say, I had seen, as I said, the original nineteen sixties version, which is hailed as a classic, and I was never impressed with that. And the main problem with that is the boys can't act. This oh, okay. in this they can't. They're all good actors, which is obviously something really difficult to do for mm. a film filled with 15, 13, 15 year olds. Yeah. So yeah, to find loads of. 15 year olds that can't yeah. act if you just is, have one yeah. who is just reading his lines yeah. it's just going to ruin the whole thing yeah. and they're all good they are yeah. all very convincing and you do feel the menace of it yeah. so great I'd I'm recommend that. watching that now yeah. so my assignment was basically to watch a Coen Brothers film that I haven't watched and I chose The Lady Killers oh excellent choice I, was I <laughs> adored it it is so good now I chose it for the reasons of one <laughs> cast yeah and two, because I knew, I know there is a film, The Lady Killers, that has done before, but I just knew that, um, and I, I know what the original one was about, and it's similar anyway, and whatever, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think it, it is the same. It's the same. In, in, the re- in this one, is it that they have to kill their landlady? Yeah. Because she knows they've robbed the bank. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same, the original one. Well, not the bank, the casino. Yeah. But, um, I knew that it would be Coen Brothers-esque and it would just be fantastic. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just great. And it is from start to finish. Like, I could not. I wanted to rewatch it straight away because it's just so good. Like, all the characters. The the black lady, she is hilarious mm-hmm. with the whole church thing and the way she talks <laughs> to her husband. It is just so Isn't good. Isn't her husband dead or something? Yeah, is this yeah. ashes or something yeah. she's talking to? Yeah, it's a long time since I've seen it. But. And, um, and Tom Hanks is just... Perfect. Beyond brilliant. Like I can't. I don't think I've seen a film with him that I didn't like, other than um, Angels and Demons, which is based uh, on the Dan Brown and film. Da Vinci Code. I've never watched the Vinci Code, the film, <clears throat> or read the book. So lucky you. Um, yeah. Other than that, I haven't seen a film with Tom Hanks that I haven't liked. He, oh, he was just fantastic. Everything like you even forgot he is Tom Hanks mm-hmm. in that role because he's so good. Well, it's a very distinct character. Yeah, because he's so good. And every single, like even J.K. Simmons, I, I yeah. can't wait to have another dog. I want my dog to be called J.K. Simmons. He was brilliant. You can't just keep picking up dogs so you can give them cool names. I wanted to give Frank the J.K. Simmons name, but I wasn't allowed. Frankity Duda is a great name for a dog. I know it is. 
But anyway, and I love the bit in the film where he just goes, like there's always one thing like just pops up randomly in the film mm-hmm. to just explain the rest of the film, which I think is brilliant. Like they do it very well. Like the whole IBS thing. What's IBS thing? Ir- irritable bowel syndrome oh. that he just suddenly <laughs> has. Like it appeared before, but very subtly where he just goes, mm, and then it's not explained. And then later on, he does it again when they're moving the money. And just how uncon- inconvenient that is. Just, oh, I really need to go to the bathroom. Do you even know what irritable bowel syndrome is? <laughs> and then he goes and he comes back and the guy says, you've wasted time. Blah, blah, blah. If I have IBS, I don't care about your irritated asshole. <laughs> 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 he said, I'm going to shove this up your irritated asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like the jokes and the way they say things and Tom Hanks' character the way he he because he's a professor mm-hmm. he says everything like a bit fancier and it's yeah. just great but I mean he's so authoritative yeah, and in charge yeah. of trying to rein them all but in and they're all mad as well yeah. and everything is just logical and uh, no 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 we're not doing that or whatever it is <laughs> that was and it, right, but he's the perfect southern gentleman as well yes isn't that it? yeah yeah I love the way they all come in with the instruments as well. With the Renaissance instruments because they're a Renaissance band. The most random... Oh no, that's in the original, you see. That, what? That's the original plot, you see. Yeah, as well. the most unrealistic band ever because of the, the, the ethnical diversity <laughs> and then suddenly she just comes down what are you boys doing there <laughs> with the little violins because the they're playing to a recording or something yeah like yeah she's <laughs> so good it's really really good and I want it because John hasn't seen it I know he's going to love it so I'm going to try and find it in DVD and show it to him because it's just brilliant brilliant okay I must I have the original on DVD do you? So I must give you that because it's it's wonderful as You're well. You want to give it to me? Lend it to you. Yeah, no, I want to buy it. No, the original nineteen. Oh the, right. The, the, the oh yeah the yeah Alec the original ori- yeah yeah yeah. Um, so you could have to compare that as well because it's very similar in many ways, but I mean it's it's an it's obviously English, mm. and Alec Guinness is like the leader of the troupe, and he's a very English professor. Mm. But it's exactly like that. Like they're a very diverse mix. Of people for the band, they're a chamber orchestra, and she's this little old woman, and she's there. Oh, it's so beautiful to hear music in my house. <laughs> and like one of the the, ch- the cello player is this massive, big, burly ruffian, and she says to him, "You know, I do think you need to change the note a little bit here. It was just all didn't like it, huh?" <laughs> so it's the same theme throughout. But right. yeah, I I loved it too. Good, too. good. Right, go on. You have to give me a, a, a challenge now. Okay, so, well, you see, you're hosting. You're going to tell me that. So now you're telling me that. I have oh, to give you gosh. a challenge for next week. Um, Right, well, I have my challenge for you. Um, I thought of today. Um, I had another one in mind, but I've just thought of this one. Is to watch any French film starring either... Well, I would say the big four stars, Gerard Depardieu, Daniel O'Tai, Juliette Binoche, or Isabelle Huppert. Doesn't have to be all four of them, obviously, but any French film starring one of those. My challenge for you was going to be French as well. Perfect. Well, no, no, no. I don't want to do both French. Well, we just reviewed a French film. We can be all Frenchy. No, (laughs) no. That's going to be three Frenches in a row. I want to. I want you to watch soft porn. No, I'm joking. 
If you insist. <laughs> you already did that. Fine, <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I did have something else in mind. Let me just. I really think you should give me a French challenge. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'll do that the next week then, or whatever. Um, let me think. What was it I was thinking about today as well? Right. Okay. I want you to watch a film. <laughs> you just turned and looked at me with this triumphant grin. Right then. No, no, no. Make me watch French. Um, because inspired by Lady Killers, I want you to watch a film that and that is a caper film that you have, obviously you haven't seen yet. Okay, so something like Ocean's Eleven or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, have you seen those though? I have, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> oh, that's coming out soon, isn't it? The women's one. Yeah. Ocean's Age. I don't know is it I'm eight? dreading that. I'm kind of, I kind of, yeah, I'm kind of thinking I'm going to let it be. And You're going to see it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway. We'll probably be talking about it. Yes. Okay, so thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Who are you?